Hey, Coyotes fans, and welcome to Locked On. Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Host Richard Morin with you on this Monday, March 23rd, 2020. Hope you guys all had a, a, a safe weekend. I know we tried to, to get out of the house a little bit, uh, given how contained that uh, it feels like we've been in uh, in recent days, uh, really uh, starting to amount to recent weeks. But we did uh, try and go hiking a little bit, but... Um, I think as you guys saw, the, if you guys went hiking, a lot of the hiking trails were pretty, pretty crowded, um, actually. But we did, we tried to get out of the house a little bit. Um, but back to the grind, back at it, back working from home, uh, WFH power, and uh, uh, bringing you guys the latest episode of, of Locked On Coyotes. We're always available uh, anywhere you guys get your podcasts: Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Megaphone, Sports.AZCentral.com, and of course on your smart devices. You can tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On Coyotes, or if you want an extra treat, you can tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On NHL. Those guys are doing a fantastic job over there, as I've been um, telling you. Anyway, as it relates to the Coyotes right now, not a not a ton of uh, of stuff going on at this point. Um, still a lot of um, a lot of unknowns at, at this point uh, in in the uh, the pause to the season um, right now. Uh, Coyotes players and a lot of um, uh, a lot of the personnel still uh, off limits, uh, not uh, available for the media at this point in time. But the NHL did point uh, did put out a question and answer uh, regarding the pause to the 2019-20 season. I'll be going through that with you guys here on Lockdown Coyotes uh, for today's episode. Um, I know I've been kind of teasing this Oliver ekman Larson story we've been working on here at sports.azcentral.com. Uh, we're expecting that story to go out in the next couple of days, and once that story um, does go out, I will be uh, kind of giving you guys a little added treat to the podcast. You guys can hear um, everything that Oliver had to say. Um, so I want you to guys to be able to read that story and then also kind of come back and listen um, to what we have going on with his interviews because I think it's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Anyway, we're going to get into the uh, the Q and A here that the NHL uh, put out to sort of put some con put put some context to what we've been hearing. I'm going to kind of read to you guys the questions and the answers, um, kind of filtering through and also kind of letting you know what this means, right? Like you can hear the answers that the NHL um, is giving to you, but what does it all mean? What's the what are the implications? And that's kind of I'm going to be kind of translating uh, translating that for you guys today. So. Here is the Q&A. First question on March 15th. Centers for the CDC recommended against gatherings with 50 people or more for a period of eight weeks. How does that impact the NHL's timeline of determining when the season can resume? Um, so the answer from the NHL, and we don't know who is answering this. This is just a press release. It says, we will continue to monitor developments during the 60-day window prescribed by the CDC. Assuming events are tracking positively, we would hope to be able to begin providing high-level guidance on the potential opening uh, of a club training camp period roughly 45 days into uh, the period covered by the CDC's recommendation. So that would really mean like mid-April, mid like April 17th, April 20th, like we could maybe start to see a training camp, right? So like mid to late April, maybe we could have a closed doors training camp. That's kind of what we're taking away from that first question. Have any NHL players tested positive for the coronavirus? The answer, we are aware of two NHL players testing positive for COVID-19 virus. Both Ottawa Senators players who tested positive presented only mild symptoms and are currently in isolation. Uh, we've reported on this previously in the podcast. Uh, yes, so two Ottawa Senators players have it. Um, I can tell you it does not seem like 
the NHL is testing uh, anyone unless they show symptoms. Um, and, but there'll be more on that as we keep going here. What steps have the NHL and the Senators taken as a result of the positive test of those players? Answer, the Senators' medical staff identified persons who might have had close contact with the athletes during the relevant time period just before and during the period when the players were symptomatic. Senators' players and staff have been isolated and instructed to monitor their health and to seek advice and care as necessary from club medical staff. So, what does that all mean? It basically means that these players are being put in isolation, uh, monitoring their health, as well as the people who have confirmed to have been close to these players are also being monitored. Um, their health, even if they don't have symptoms, they're clearly being monitored, but it doesn't seem like anyone is going to get tested unless they start showing symptoms. Is it the plan to get all NHL players tested for the coronavirus? Answer, our medical experts do not recommend mass testing for NHL players, besides the fact that there would be insufficient testing resources to accommodate such a direction. Well, tell that to the NBA. The medical community does not believe that such testing is medically indicated or in accordance with the perimeters, parameters issued by applicable health authorities. That's a lot of fancy language for saying, no, it's not necessary. <laughs> and that's basically it. Are NHL players currently under direction to quarantine? Yes, the self-quarantined quarantine period and this is important should continue through and including friday march 27th unless a longer period might be required for some players in accordance with local mandates that could be related to the recent travel so basically what we're talking about here is that players are still under quarantine but are allowed to travel um up until march 27th so after march 27th it seems like these players are, are not going to be in quarantine anymore i am sure they will be, all be encouraged to self-isolate um but the uh that mandatory uh, self-quarantine period will be over this Friday. Must players stay in their club cities while the league is paused? Following the CDC's rec recent recommendation, the players were given the option of returning their, to their home cities outside of their club's home cities, including outside of North America. So players were given the option to go home outside North America, or you know, if you're if they're in the U.S. but they you know live in Canada, they're allowed to do that. If you know they're playing in Arizona, but you know their house is in Chicago, they could do that, right? As as long as they could find travel to get out of there um, but yes they were allowed to travel but that being said they were still asked to be part of that um that quarantine period we're going to get into all the uh, all the rest of the questions here right after this quick break here on locked on coyotes All right, and welcome back to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Richard Morin with you guys, and I know I mentioned it on the last podcast. If you haven't already, uh, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at RAMorin underscore AZC. Not only will you be able to participate in some of our exclusive uh, listener uh, Q&A sessions here on the podcast, but you'll be able to participate in a really, really cool thing I'm doing right now, which is Arizona Sports Logo Madness. It is March Madness four Arizona sports logos. We just finished up the first round today on Monday. Uh, we're going to the round of 16, which is the second round here starting on Tuesday. So if you want to participate, vote for your favorite Arizona sports logos. Uh, highly recommend you to go and follow me on Twitter at R.A. Morin. 
underscore AZC. A quick rundown for you. All four number one seeds moved on. That was the original Phoenix Coyotes logo, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks logo from the 90s, Sparky Sun Devil logo, and the, uh, uh, the very, very cool 90s logo from the Phoenix Suns. All moving on. There were three upsets. Two number two seeds going down, the Marcos Denisa Padres over the Arizona Wranglers, Tucson Sugar Skulls over the Chaparral High School Firebirds, and uh, the Eastern Arizona College Gila Monster over the Salome High School Frogs. So some cool stuff going on there. A lot of really cool teams still in there. The Phoenix Roadrunners, Tucson Sidewinders, Phoenix Firebirds, Scottsdale Community College Artichokes, the Phoenix Mercury, Phoenix Rising, uh, FC, some really, some really, really cool teams still, uh, still in the running here uh, on the Arizona logo. Madness again. You can follow me on Twitter at ramorin underscore azc sports.azcentral.com. We have a kind of a running tally um, of of uh, the matchups and everything that's going on there. So a really fun thing we're going to be doing uh, throughout this uh, kind of quarantine period to keep our keep our minds busy and keep active. So I want to uh, encourage you guys to go and check that out. Some really fun stuff. Uh, we're going to take one more quick break here on Lockdown Coyotes. When we come back, we'll finish up the NHL's question and answer and talk about what it means for the future uh, of the league and for the Coyotes. See you guys right after this quick break here on Locked On Coyotes. All right, guys, and welcome back here to Lockdown Coyotes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I am Richard Morn here, breaking down the uh, the NHL's Q and A press release they put out uh, today, sort of answering some FAQ, some frequently asked questions. Uh, they definitely didn't get to all of uh, the questions that we have, but they definitely did answer some of them. And we're here, kind of translating those answers into what does it mean, um, and what are the implications of these answers that the NHL is giving us. I'm kind of going. Uh, one by one here I did the first half in the uh, in the first segment of the show uh, so you can go back and uh, and check that out but we're gonna get to the rest of the questions right here so we uh, when we left off we stopped uh, we stopped talking about the the players being able to travel the next question once the self-quarantine for players is over will they be allowed to resume meeting slash skating as a team to stay in shape and prepare for themselves for a resumption of play Good, good question. The answer, at the end of the self-quarantine period, and depending on developments regarding COVID-19 between now and then, consideration will be given to opening to allowing the opening of club facilities to players in scheduled and coordinated small groups for voluntary training and club care. So basically what we're saying is, yes, depending on the, on the developments between now and then of the virus, uh, the NHL will consider allowing club facilities to open back up for players uh, to get back in shape and skate. Because again, this is not like baseball where you can just go outside and, and you know and, and pitch. And, and facilities are much easier to come by in, in a lot of these other sports, right? Hockey is a lot different. Sheets of ice are very limited, especially in Arizona. And all of those sheets uh, are closed publicly right now. So what are players to do? Well, the NHL is saying they will consider opening those club facilities up um, once that self-quarantine period is over, which again, we said is friday but depending on situations that could arise between then and now and especially uh from a coyote's perspective situations that escalate in arizona uh we will see where that goes but it does look like after this week uh the week after next we could see players skating well we can't see them but (laughs) we will uh possibly have players skating at team facilities uh at that time next question 
Will there be any testing for COVID-19 required before the players return in such a scenario? Answer, if a player exhibits symptoms or becomes sick and testing for COVID-19 is recommended by club medical staff, the player will be tested. We do not anticipate the need to conduct league-wide testing for all NHL players for COVID-19 prior to their returning for NHL club facilities. This seems to be um, a hot topic question, mostly because of what we're seeing in the NBA, where uh, virtually it seems seems like virtually every player is, is getting tested, right? Does not seem to be the NHL's philosophy, as we kind of mentioned in a previous question. Um, they are only testing players who show symptoms. Uh, so it does not sound like, in this specific question, is asking, will they be tested before they come back to team facilities? The answer is no, unless they have symptoms. Next question. Has any decision been made regarding whether the remainder of the regular season will be played? Has any decision been made regarding what form the Stanley Cup playoffs would take? Answer, no. The form and format of resumption of play scenarios will depend entirely on what transpires between now and when we are permitted and able to resume and ultimately on timing and taking into account logistical constraints. We are going to have to be flexible and react to events as they unfold as well as the best medical advice available. Basically, the NHL has no idea what they're going to do, <laughs> um, but they are, I, I can tell you personally from the people that I've talked to, they are uh, they're in meetings you know, multiple times per day trying to figure out exactly what's going to happen. But there's no way they could come up with a plan right now because things are still still so far up in the air and, um, you know, things have changed so much just in the last week, right? And they could change a lot more in the next week. So the NHL is going over a myriad solutions, um, but right now they have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. Next question, will games resume in arena venues that are closed to the public? Answer, it is premature to say what the circumstances would be for the resumption of play, but we are prepared to follow the direction of relevant health authorities. Once again, translation, the NHL has no idea what they're going to do. Next question, if the NHL playoffs go into July and or August, could there be a shortened regular season next year? Answer, no. We do not anticipate a scenario in our resumption of play format that would endanger or interfere with our league's ability to stage and execute the 2020-2021 season in its entirety. Translation, our priority number one is to make sure next season is played in full. That seems to be the league's prime directive. They do not want to do anything this year that in any way sacrifices uh, what they might be able to do in the 2020-2021 season. Um, they understand that they the, the league very, very much wants to award a Stanley Cup this year. They very much want to have uh, as big of a, of a playoffs as they can, at least big in terms of resembling what they would have been otherwise. But they do not want to do anything that in any way harms next season. That seems to be their number one priority right now. Next question. Have any decisions been made regarding the 2020 draft or the scouting combine? Answer, at this time, no decisions have been made regarding the timing or format of the NHL draft or combine. This is going to be a tricky situation because a lot of the heavy scouting events have also been canceled. The uh, uh, the under-18 World Championships have been canceled. Uh, the remainder of the college hockey seasons have been canceled. So a lot of those, and obviously the, the CHL seasons, and, and the list goes on and on, right? So a lot of the big uh, scouting opportunities before the draft have been uh, sent down the drain. So uh, scouting is going to be a little tricky heading up to the draft, but not only that, we don't know when the draft is going to be or what format it's going to be. Is it going to be a video draft? Is there even going to be a combine? Uh, are, there, are we going to have to do, you know, pr you know, uh, private workouts? I mean, it's, it's kind of impossible to say, right? And, um, uh, we, we really have no idea. And I think scouting is going to take a really big hit um, because of the coronavirus outbreak. And the final question how will the league handle player contracts that expire July 1st in the event the season's end is delayed? Answer, any decision we make on the schedule and critical dates calendar during the offseason ultimately will be done in conjunction with the NHLPA, and in that context, the parties will allow how best to accommodate the resumption of play determinations that are ultimately made. 
translation we really hope it doesn't get to that point but if it does we're gonna have to go through the union to make sure we come up with a fair um a fair system because if the player's contract ends on july 1st and you're telling me that you're going to be playing hockey after july 1st we need to figure something out and as we all know uh negotiating between the owners and players have as is not easy um and the players always want to make sure they're 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 getting the fair deal and 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 rightfully so so um as much as the nhl is gonna have to worry about logistics in terms of booking arena dates and you know making sure that the the competitive balance is still upheld they're also gonna have to work through the logistics of um of coming to an agreement with the players association so that the these these contracts can be extended in, in a fair way uh and the players obviously are not going to be playing for free so if a contract is ending on july 1st it's going to have to be a fair deal so that's all we have for the q a that was the q a that the nhl put out on monday uh definitely did answer some of the big questions we had like uh players getting tested we were also asking a lot of questions about when um when players might be able to get back into the team facilities so we definitely got some questions answered there the one thing we didn't get was the NHL delving into possible scenarios for resumption of play. And I don't blame them for not doing that because it really, why would you, why would you even go there? Why would you even let the public know any ideas that you have and excite them or disappoint them when look, there's a really, uh, there's a really, really, really good chance that not, none of those are going to come to fruition, right? And there's, there's so many different avenues that can take place right now. I don't think it makes sense for the NHL to even talk about uh, possibilities, at least not publicly, right? Maybe you can leak some of them to the to media members, but certainly uh, asking those publicly, I don't think does you very much good. Now, that being said, uh, I still think it, it left a little bit to be desired. Uh, there's a lot of yes or no questions uh, in there. Um, I would have liked to see the NHL, I guess, ask themselves maybe some questions they can expand on a little bit more. A lot of yes or no's. Uh, but again, I think they definitely answered a lot of questions that um, were on our mind. So I don't think we can be too uh, too bent out of shape about it. Um, but yeah, so thanks, thank you guys for, uh, for joining us. Our little translation podcast where we go through uh, the latest on what's going on uh, with the NHL. And of course, um, thinking about things from an Arizona Coyotes perspective as well. I know this was a little bit more of a at at a glance perspective but again uh we don't have a whole lot of coyote stuff going on right now anyway so appreciate you guys hanging with me we're going to see you guys tomorrow here on lockdown coyotes before we go and remind you tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of lockdown nhl give you guys some great content to listen to during uh this quarantine period again i've been rick you've been great see you tomorrow